Hello and welcome to what's new in Microsoft 365 and Teams for the two-week period, the 6th to the 20th of November 2021. I'm Mark Thompson from supersimple365.com and I'm going to take you through this session. We have updates on Forms, OneDrive, SharePoint, Stream, Teams, Visio, and there are a couple of other updates from across Microsoft 365. These four icons at the bottom from left to right, they tell you what is available now, what's been snoozed or delayed. These are bite-sized updates. And then this is looking a little bit further into the future. Those, those uh, ones to watch tend to be things that are either quite a long way in distance and we'll look in more detail uh, later, or we just don't have a lot of information on them. And I've kind of put them under that heading for now. And then when we get close to the time, maybe I'll revisit them. If you are watching this on YouTube, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe. It makes a big difference to, to YouTube and just, uh, just helps me share this with more people. So let's quickly have a look at Forms to start with. So Forms, the mobile version is getting parity with the Forms desktop from the creation and analysis point of view. So if you create uh, content or you create Forms and quizzes or you look at them afterwards, so the, the, the functionality is going to become the same. And you can look out for that from December uh, this year. Also, you're getting a timed quiz. So you know in forms that you can do quizzes. Well, you're going to be able to put a time limit on those now. And I guess, especially if you're in the education sector or you're, or you're testing people, I guess that's going to be a really nice little addition to forms. That's a little bit further out. That's January 2021. Now let's move on to OneDrive. And we've got a first big update here. So the OneDrive sharing links are about to get easier to create and manage. So the copy link is being replaced. So it was quite a simple interface before and it's getting replaced by an entire section where you can set permissions. You can see this is happening on the screen now. You can see some additional options uh, that the user's using there. And what's great about this is once you have created your sharing link, you can then change the permissions on that um, in hindsight. So you don't have to delete the, uh, the the sharing link and then create a new one. If you shared maybe with uh, read-only permissions, then you can update the share rather than sending a new one. I think that's gonna be super useful. Look out for that uh, early December and then maybe into January as well. Okay, let's look at some quicker updates uh, for OneDrive now. That improved uh, move copy experience. This is for OneDrive and SharePoint actually. Actually, it's been snoozed. Now, I personally find the moving and copying experience a little bit clunky. Just I tell you what I struggle with just a little bit is when I'm looking at the file that it's going to. I look at it and I think, have I clicked on the file? Am I am I now going to? to move or copy this to the same level as a file or because I'm looking at the file as it going in the file. I know that sounds like this like a bizarre thing to, 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 to wonder about when I'm doing it, but I find that just a little bit, not, not as clear as it could be. Now this dialogue based experience is going to make this a little bit easier, but that's been put off until the middle of January next year. So a couple of related updates now. So quick access, your ability to pin and reorder libraries that have been shared with you and Organizing your add to OneDrive shoulder folder shortcuts, they're both coming in December. So this is 
basically you just getting more control over the way you see your content in your OneDrive. Now let's have a look at SharePoint. So improvements to page authoring. So I do a lot of uh, SharePoint pages. One of the clients that I work with um, for the Inform team, I often do uh, pages over there and they're, they're mainly what we call evergreen pages. So they're updates, most of 365 updates, but I do do quite a few pages. Now this, this changes aim to make it easier to edit by adding new labels to, to demark sections or, or just to, to separate the sections for you and, 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 and web parts. And maybe the first one here, the, the different sections on the page to make it more obvious uh, that you've moved on to another section. Maybe that's quite useful. Uh, the web part actions have been consolidated. So instead of being vertical, they're going to a horizontal bar, uh, web part toolbar, and you're going to get some more commands in there as well. And it's going to get rid of some of the noise. So you're going to go automatically into focus mode when you are editing. That's just to make it a little bit easier to focus on what you're doing. Now that's, that is a bit further out, isn't it? So that's looking at mid-January uh, to early February. And I wouldn't be surprised if that slips just a little bit as well. Okay, modern lookup columns for SharePoint. And they, they allow you to connect a SharePoint list to a column from another list. Let's have a, look at, a little look at this on the right-hand side, actually. Let's just zoom in and you can see that the uh, the person here has created a column they've given it a name and the type of column is a lookup and now here we can then choose a source and then pull in information from that so once connected you would easily look up the information from uh, the other location and include them in your new list and the new column is seen as an option in the uh, in the column creation for lists and document libraries just that just like i've just shown you when i zoomed in that is due uh, any time over the next week or so, so late November into uh, mid-December. Okay, let's look at some shorter updates for SharePoint. So the rules engine for alerts, you can get a lot more control over the alerts that you can set up. So you know that you can go to into SharePoint and you can set an alert on a document, for example. So that's getting some tweaks. And next week, hopefully I'll give you a bit more information about that. But if that's of interest to you, maybe go and have a look for it. But uh, if, if not, look out next week and I'll try and share a little bit more information. Uh, one to watch, so quick chart web cart for part for document libraries. So you're getting the ability to create uh, nice, easy uh, charts. You get this, uh, this, this new web part, that's in December. Now, I will probably give you more information about that as well. Give me the next couple of weeks and I'll talk to you a bit more about that. Okay, so moving on to the video service stream. So just the one. So the ability to add video chapters to help viewers find the right part of a video. So of course, when you upload a video, when you're doing the description, if you put a timestamp in, it automatically becomes uh, hyperlinked and you can you can sort of manually create this, can't you? So you, you, you put, a, I don't know, a zero one, uh, colon 25 and, and you can put the name of that I'd, I'd call that say the um, the OneDrive section and then people can click on that and it'll jump to that sections but you get an actual uh, feature now that lets you add chapters so I'm looking forward to that in stream now we're on to Microsoft Teams and we've got quite a bit to talk about here the ability first of all to unmirror your video in Teams meetings 
So when you're looking at, when you see your own video, especially when you're checking your video before you, uh, before you go into a course, so you maybe look at it and then you join, or you preview it or you, or you see it once you've joined the meeting, um, it's, it, 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 is, it is mirrored. Uh, so you see, you see it the opposite way around. This matters to a lot of people. When you've got a background, it's got text on it, it, uh, it appears backwards or back to front when you look at uh, when you look at it on your screen. Now, the amount of times that we've had to to point out uh, to to users uh, on a, a client site and actually put a note on saying it will appear this way around. It's just weird, isn't it? Uh, also, if you're trying to, to if you're using your hands to point to something, if you're showing something behind you, or you're showing text. It's just really off-putting, and your hand goes the opposite way. Do you expect it to? Anyway. You get the ability to stop that. So you can apply this before, during, and after a meeting. So you can see here on the screen, we've got on the left-hand side, we have, this is the screen that you see when you're just joining a meeting. Uh, one of the options here is to, to mirror. So by default, it does mirror. You have to tell it to stop doing it. And on the right-hand side over here, you can see the view that you have when you're inside a meeting already. So due. Uh, mid-November to late January on the Windows and Mac desktop clients. It's only a small point, but I think people will really like that. Okay, so the Microsoft Teams store experience is about to be redesigned. And I can't be honest, I don't um, I don't have a lot of calls to go into the store. I don't find myself always going in there trying to find stuff. I don't know how many of us will notice that much of a difference, but yeah, well, maybe we'll see. Maybe if you have a lot of... Um, a lot of users in your organization, this will this make a difference to them. Anyway, the landing page has been optimized for ease of discovery. You get rotating banners at the top. So you can see here, we've got this banner. You can see, you can see that it's rotating. We've got those three little dots that show you where you are. They highlight uh, interesting apps. Uh, recommendations for apps that are popular amongst your colleagues, but also across Microsoft Teams as a whole. That's due uh, late November to mid-December. Okay, so we're looking at some quicker updates uh, for Teams now. So another one that's been uh, snoozed is the Teams meeting recording auto expiration in OneDrive and SharePoint. Let me just translate that for you a little bit. So Microsoft have worked out that once a Teams meeting recording gets to about 60 days old, nobody looks at it. I mean, I say nobody, virtually no one ever looks at them ever again. Uh, and of course, think about all the storage that's taken up and all, and all the space, but also the environmental impact of storing all that as well. People are getting much more conscious of the carbon footprint and, and the amount of the amount of old stuff that people have kept that they don't need to adds towards that. Anyway, this new feature allows your organisation and this this thing you can see on the screen now. This is this isn't an end user one, and I don't often share stuff from the admin centre, do I? But this just gives you an idea about what choices your organization have got. They can um, set meetings to automatically expire. They can say how many um, how many days. Uh, and if this applies to you, don't worry folks, because you will be notified if one of your videos is for the chop and you can just override it. Anyway, I think that is, I think this is a good thing because it means that you're saving, uh, you're saving recordings on purpose and not just out of habit. Anyway, folks, look out for an update in January on that. The co-organizer meeting role, so I think that's going to be great. You can add up to 10 people as a 
co-organizer and this is going to come in early December to mid-December so just last week actually one of my colleagues she could have really done with this she was uh, supporting someone on a, on a like a, a virtual uh, mini conference and the person she was working with was the organizer and there's a certain point when there's a problem that needs to be solved but the organizer was presenting something so my colleague couldn't do it she didn't have enough permissions so that would have been a perfect example of when if she was made a co-organizer that would have worked really well look out for that folks i think that's going to be super useful meeting join custom branding this is on hold this is where you've got um, a meeting or a webinar you can brand it so when people join come in and that they see they see your branding on there uh, this has been put on hold based on feedback i've got to be honest folks i can't imagine why that's happened um, but but when that resurfaces, I will of course let you know. End-to-end -end encryption, end-to-end -end encryption for Teams calling. That's due. We um, pushed back a little bit. You can see it's got a snooze sign next to it. It's been pushed back a little bit to early to late December. Another snooze one is the view switcher. So when I say snooze, actually it's been put on hold. So that's a big old snooze that's been given. So. At the moment, folks, to change your, your view or to get into the view switcher options, you need to click on the three little dots, the little ellipsis at the top. And then you get this great big menu that goes all the way to the bottom. So it's huge, this menu. It's just packed with stuff. Depending on the size of your screen, it can go off the bottom. So they were going to take some of the, the view stuff out. Look over at the left-hand side now and take those out of that uh, menu and give them their own little area at the top. So really easy to find. They're all in the same place. But based on feedback that's been put on hold, I cannot understand why anybody would object to that. If you if you think they're right to put this on hold while they look at it, pop a comment in the notes. I cannot see any good reason for that. That menu, that first menu I showed you, is so overcrowded. It's just a bewildering list of, of options. And it was really good to get these out, but they've put it on hold. So if you downvoted that, then, well, you shouldn't have. Anyway, let's look a bit further forward. The, the ability to mute notifications during meetings, it just means that you're not getting notified of stuff. It's uh, it's just going to be, I know that you can manually put yourself onto do not disturb or whatever, but it's just uh, it's just going to give the option to have a bit more control over that. Now, this, is, this is an interesting one, chat with self. And this is, we're looking well out into next year already, what, three months away, three and a half months away. So February 2022. I do actually quite like this. So I'm the kind of person who would send myself a text message on my mobile phone, or I'd send myself an email to do something. You're now going to get the ability to have a chat with yourself in Teams, where you can send yourself a message just to just because that's obviously where you're looking next, and it's uh, and it's just a it's just a way to remind yourself. I really like that. I know that's not that there's 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 better ways to to remind yourself to do stuff, but I really like that. Can't wait. Okay, the new fluent emoji style that you might have seen people talking about in uh, in Windows already. Uh, anyway, that's coming to Microsoft Teams. Uh, you can see that they're, they're kind of redesigned. They're just a little bit they're nice looking. They're more colourful. Anyway, look out for that, folks, uh, sometime this month. So it's due uh, November this month. Anytime now, you'll see that. And looking out again into January, chat density. So this allows you... When you're looking at, let me start again. When you're looking at Microsoft Teams and your chat, um, 
I sometimes feel that Teams uh, wastes a lot of real estate on the screen and I would like to see more at once. Here's an example of Microsoft listening to people. So you're going to, you're going to be able to change the chat density so you can customize the amount of chat messages you, you see on one screen. That I think is really good. Looking out for that uh, January next year. Ability to configure your activity feed notifications. So you, you, of course you can, you can, you can manage your activity feed notifications already, but you're going to get just a little bit more control in the feed itself. You, when you get a notification, you can click on notification, you're going to get even more control over that. I'll probably share some more details uh, over the next couple of weeks. In fact, I almost certainly will. But look out for that, folks, in December. Okay, custom backgrounds on Android mobile. Now, this has been on the iOS version for, for a while. And it just means that uh, the ability to change your custom backgrounds on Android is coming. You see on the screen there, but it's, it's just a nice, simple interface. Um, anyway, look out for that, folks, over the next week or so. So it should be due by the end of November. Another bite-sized one. So you're going to get the ability to create transcript when you have one-to-one. Uh, -one. I've left the VoIP in there, voiceover IP. So this is just, a, I, should have, I should have taken it out, really, folks. So what this is, it's just, when you uh, when you chat to someone else on Teams, you, know, you you call them through Teams like you would have done on Skype. It's that type of call rather than a PSTN or like the uh, you know, the, the public um, telephone system. So anyway, your soft calls that you make through Teams now one to one, and you're going to get the ability to create a transcript from those calls. Look out for that anytime now, folks. Maybe into early December. And after commenting on the fact that we have not ever talked about Visio that I can recall. Twice in two weeks it has appeared. Just one quick one, email notifications. So you can at, at, mail, you can at mention people in Visio. Anyway, they're gonna get email notifications for those at mentions. Look out for that folks uh, next year. And remember, you might have caught this last week, uh, Visio or a, a web app version of Visio uh, it's going to be available to everybody across Microsoft 365. I already have it in one of my tenants. I don't have it in another, but maybe you go and check. Go to the uh, nine little dots, top left-hand corner, and then see whether Visio has appeared in your apps because everybody with a commercial license, which is most people who are using this, um, are going to get access to a basic web version of Visio. Okay, let's look across Microsoft 365 now. And if you go to uh, if you go, if you go to office.com or you look in, in, in Office 365 and you search, you're going to see an infinite list of your contents. So just thinking of the things that you've looked at in the past, you know, you, you, when you look go to recent, you can see what you looked at recently. You're going to go to be able to go back forever and look at everyone you've everything that you've ever looked at. That's, uh, uh, I think, is going to be going to be super useful. But it's also a useful reminder that everything you do in 365 is logged and it's logged for a long time, because this is an infinite view of the stuff that you've looked at in the past. Search so conversations search in Office.com and SharePoint. So this is so it's, this is basically when you're doing a search, if you're on uh, Office.com or SharePoint, it's going to look at results from your emails and your chat in Microsoft Teams. So that's going to be um, just, I'm guessing, so I am guessing now, but I think it'll be just another column, just another tab at the top. Uh, so when you do a search, 
it will also show up all your conversations as well. Okay, folks, that brings us to the end of another session. So remember, if you like your content in another format, maybe on uh, Facebook, or you want your you want to get drip, drip fed fed the uh, the updates with a link to the full article for an individual update, then follow me on Twitter. Uh, you you're probably watching this video uh, on YouTube now, unless you're listening to the podcast. Um, I, I do some content on LinkedIn. Look out for the blog, just do a search for Super Simple 365. And if you wanted to, you could sign up for the newsletter as well. I don't spam, and you just get um, occasional updates and reminders of what's coming out. Folks, thank you for watching and for listening. Catch you next time.